anyways this is another episode of controlled chaos finally back with us from nationals it's clay <laughs> calendar did you miss me and of course back yeah. with us again is kadeem you got let me check see him again <laughs> get the fuck out of here <laughs> i hate this guy <laughs> That was the best joke I ever heard. That like, so with that, with that That's last probably name. the name is fucking joke. It's honestly the best one, bro. Yeah. Yeah. So, did, did you miss me? No, but, you know, it was a lot quieter. It was people so around quiet. Yeah, I bet it was horrible. Not really, dog. I don't know why. The energy has... Me being back, the energy didn't kind of shit, and I said that yesterday. Well... Now everyone's not as tense because we're not trying to fuck up y'all's prep. Yeah, like we were walking like, on eggshells. Like, yeah, we don't want to fuck up his rep and be in his way. Yeah, not I just like you specifically, you, but yeah. like we had nine people go to nationals, so like we were like, let's not fuck this up. I mean, I don't like of the people who went to nationals. The only person who you could talk to that it didn't seem like they were going to nationals because they were just acting like it was a regular day was Juliana. Yes. Izzy some days, but like Juliana every single day was a, a normal, hey, what's up? I'm goofing off. 90% of the time she came in with uh, Stella. It was points where I didn't know if, if she was still going to compete because she would show up for a week and then yeah. be gone for like a week and a half. And then she's like, yep, I'm still doing it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh, why are you texting on the podcast? Yeah, what the fuck is wrong with say, you, dude? Put the phone down, dude. I was making I'm sure. Fuck if you're a gym owner. I'm trying to make sure that Nick, who just pulled up, doesn't walk in here and start talking. Oh. <laughs> what to do, my nigga? I was Nick? like, hey, oh. Nick, be quiet when you come in. <laughs> now he's going to listen to the podcast and be like, God damn, no wonder he sent me that message. <laughs> well, no, he's going to know about Oh, that Nick. I, like, oh. He's right now reading it. I literally watched so, him reading it. I thought message. you were talking about Cozy, so that's why I had that. No, no Cozy wasn't here. Nick, he does the same thing. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> that is one of my one of my favorites. Yeah. One of my favorites right there. Anyways. You're not allowed Clay, to have biases. I can do what the fuck I want. <laughs> um, Clay, tell us about Memphis. Tell us about the whole entire trip from start to finish. Hit us with it. Um, okay, so starting with Memphis, uh, it was eh, it was all right i mean i i i will have this nashville is so i've been to nashville nashville is 10 times better than memphis in my opinion because memphis is just really weird i like i've never been but i thought like it was kind of like a, you know a big name city so i'm thinking like oh it's gonna be you know lively like a lot of people it's a city you know you're gonna see a lot of people you know just walking around it's going to be like something going i feel like it's going to be something going like not necessarily going on but just you know like oh a bar's popping tonight and it's like a random tuesday night but it's just like ah it's just memphis where we were staying that dog that shit was dead like the whole week and it's so weird because i mean the city it seems big as shit but it's literally like richmond is way more lively just on a regular because at least like when it's just a normal day in Richmond, you still see, you know, people just walking around and stuff like, oh, they're on a lunch break. So they're going to get something to eat or oh, they're just going up. People just walking or just like, you know, just walking around and shit. Yeah, it was literally none of that. And just mind you, like this is literally a city. But all it is for the most part is just homeless people just sleeping on the streets. I will it's say Memphis is known for having a very high crime rate. So I also wouldn't just be walking around correct i mean john morant walks around with a gun for a reason an nba player correct so mind you um i heard that it was a couple people that did get robbed during the time in memphis (laughs) some of the lifters yeah no shit yeah apparently somebody did get like robbed at gunpoint and shit yeah damn um yeah, hopefully I don't have to never have to go back because <laughs> well, no, you're not even the the first. You probably won't be the last one to talk about how bad of a location that Memphis was. Yeah, um, travel wise, like it was pretty nice because you only had to go like what an hour, hour flight. Uh, told it was like two. It was two hours. So we had because we had a connect flight to Atlanta mm-hmm. from Virginia and then from Atlanta to uh, to Memphis. And I believe both 
both flights were about and like it was an hour from Richmond to Atlanta, and then like an hour, yeah, an hour from uh, Atlanta to Memphis. It was a short connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Beale, so we went, so we were like in the city, and uh, so Beale Street is like the spot to be at for Memphis. And so that's where like um, the BB King restaurant is, uh, a lot of bars, and um, like I'm just like a little further down Beale Street. That's where uh, the Grizzlies play. So that area is like popping. That's where like the, the action is. Um, it's it was like it's fun to be up there, but it's it's, it's ratchet because you know it's a lot of. Uh, it's, it's some people out there, they're just trying to hustle you like literally just uh you know like they got they literally got like a the cup watches, and like the the bags bro and like a cup like coins like ah oh, give me some of this and I, i'll do a trick for you like you had dudes that like blocked the street off and like they were just doing flips up and down trying to get like tips from people and stuff i got it on video but it was <laughs> <laughs> did you tip no. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you recorded them, didn't even give them a tip. I was like, Come hey, on, I was like, hey, these niggas going crazy and then walk away. Right. <laughs> yeah, you're getting copyright strike by a homeless dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Clay is not getting the humanitarian award. That's <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna lie though, I, I don't really give out to the homeless very often. Just because I'm no. very skeptical, especially since here in Richmond, uh, the homeless population is different than what I've experienced um, in so, Vegas and everywhere else where I've seen people in Richmond begging for money so and they have two iPhones. I think it's a different, so it's a, it, <laughs> so I, it riddled me that. So it was definitely a different type. So Beale Street, that's like where the hustlers are that, you know, I can't even consider, I can't even consider them homeless. I just think they're literally just some hustlers that are just out there. Mm-hmm. But like the actual like homeless people, oh dog, they're literally just, they're just sleeping on the benches and like on the tables and shit. Like, Minding their business, a couple. It was you did encounter like a couple crackheads here and there, and but other than that, like the just the homeless people, like they're literally they don't they don't bother you. That's how Vegas was. Like you walk by like the little shanty villages mm-hmm. and everything like that. The only thing that you would have to watch out for yeah. is the people um, passing out the escort cards. Huh. Like mm-hmm. you want to uh, see this girl that's on this this naked girl on the card? Like, call this <laughs> number, and it's like, yeah, I'm not trying to get trafficked. That's so, how you get trafficked. robbed for real. <laughs> Yeah, rock I mean, some, killing, of, my, some yeah. of them might be real, but you know, you yeah. get HPV or some shit. Like, you <laughs> yeah. leaving Vegas with someone. Yeah. Um, Ryan, how how is the population up there in Philadelphia? Like the homeless population, just in general, the hustling. Like, I feel uh, like it's probably similar to Memphis. No, I mean, I don't think I really. Well, everyone there is aggressive people. by default, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I've always told you the one story about when, like, I broke down on a, fuck, where did I break down? Was it Gerard or something? But, like, I broke down and I went to Wawa. It was, like, New Year's Eve. And uh, I, like, saw this homeless dude outside. So, I, like, was like, you know what? We'd be generous. Get him a hoagie and a coffee. And I, like, walked out with it. And he was like, I don't give a fuck about this. Like, you couldn't have bought me cigarettes. And I was like, hey, yo, what? No, and, and, yo, homeless people are about from, but they are the most, like, picky no, people, bro. Like, like you they don't get to fucking choose, bro. Like, you're pissed that I got you a hoagie? Like, whatever. So, like. I'm going to be real. I'd rather get cigarettes. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we know you would. But since moving down here, like, I don't know. It is weird seeing signs for like on the roads like oh don't hand money out to people that's very recent mm-hmm. i've noticed yeah, that like, yeah like it's like I oh there's believe it's the karens that are like complaining yeah. about like they're blocking traffic it's not just uh richmond city as well like no, it's appearing it's, in, it's the, in the other counties yeah. it's in midlothian yeah. now yeah yeah mm-hmm. so like i've seen them all over and it's it's kind of weird yeah. yeah i mean i'll I'll give him like if I have like you know a couple coins, I'll be like you know here you go. Oh, but, sure. uh, I don't go. I don't go out of my way to. Like, like, I donate pretty heavily to animal shelters, the Salvation Army, Goodwill. Like I don't. I'll do some I don't shit. Like, I'll do something like that. But the for... person themselves, most times, I will go out of my way for the the established organizations. I don't want to. Yeah, I'll do something like that before interacting with like a homeless person individually like the little red buckets like i'll get 50 in there no i I just uh, hand a 10 to somebody i got trust issues i don't want i don't chance it i don't want to try i don't want to trust any of them to me it goes in the buckets you know it's in god's hands but like if i hand it to that person he might do whatever with it he might not even be poor i don't give a fuck what you do with it because i mean it's it's your choice but at the same time i just don't want i don't want to encounter with them right 
Um, I don't even ever have cash. So even if I exactly. want to, I don't that have too. anything. Exactly. Don't, which I don't is why it's like if I have coins, either. whatever. Like I have a pile of coins in my truck that I've just been like, because I have an easy pass now. I have no use for them. Yeah. So it's like, you know, here's yeah. a few quarters. Yeah. But, um. And also like, fuck the city. They can't tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But. How was the competition itself? Um, it was ran. I will say it was very ran very smoothly. I feel like um, I don't think any sessions really like overlapped in time. Um, but you know, I can't really. I think being there, you can't really like pay it from what I. I'm mean, just based off from what I see, from what I saw. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I know y'all were saying stuff like oh the live stream was like piss poor like fucking up here and there and I stuff go that far the so one it was bad i yeah, did okay. so I one. One. graphics were horrible yeah, i didn't watch a lot of the scoring was yeah so i saw yeah so yeah i saw there was like some ten technical issues which i do feel like it's gonna happen at any given meet, mm-hmm. especially like something that like it's not gonna it's not gonna well, be ran perfectly supposedly the whole meet was ran off of one laptop one super station like laptop was the whole entire lifting cast and the graphics like the, and then distributing like the video feeds yeah it was yeah. distributing to um like six other computers on both sides okay when so, i was back it was some, I, I it was some yeah, you, shit you ran, equipment you ran there, to meet so. the one of the live streams yeah, on so the last was, day. yeah so i did platform three so i was just like control i was just pushing the buttons uh to switch the cameras and to put the overlay and then the graphics for like coming up next bench uh coming up next deadlift vice versa the score and shit real simple easy just pushing mm-hmm. buttons like using like a stream deck or whatever they got yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so but it was that dark it was crazy just looking back there and i'm just thinking how the fuck did y'all get all this here because it's just so much just like equipment and just yeah. wires and computers like actual like pcs and shit just built back there and stuff um I believe that like the entire White Lights Media, I'm pretty sure like the entire team was there because it's like mm-hmm. they have to be. So I, I think it was like 18 of them total. Yeah. And having enough equipment to stream four different platforms at the same time. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot. And so, and being back there and talking to them and stuff was kind of cool. And just being able to just like get some insight, just like how they do things and yeah. see like how they operate and stuff with a uh, meat that big yeah, like, i mean you know that's kind of that's a goal for us to be able to do that yeah so. like running one platform at our meets is such a pain in the ass equipment wise coordination wise you right know? and i'm so telling like, yeah, running no. running four platforms simultaneously fully like decked out with graphics and stuff and right. commentary you know i respect it and i'm telling them that like what we do is a ideally it's a three-man team and they're like that's crazy because it's like they're dub for a one platform me like that they're doubling it with six yeah. people total. i mean we got three guys but like two of them are running video media right. packages so the live stream is really one right. person and that's why when i was asking talking to them i was asking like yeah so when it comes to just doing like a basic just like a one platform meet um one to two sessions you know how many people and like what's like everybody's like designated mm-hmm. job and stuff and then talking to them it's like yeah it's like six people um yeah we got one person that is you know obviously running the live stream we're doing live stream and then another person is basically like their editor yeah to where they're getting like S- they're taking sd cards from shooters and stuff and they're quickly dishing like starting our packages that yeah. day or just like dishing it out and you know doing edits here and there like being quick on it on mm-hmm. time and stuff i'm like yeah because i want to I want to get to the point to where media wise, like we're doing that to where it's just more uh, quicker and yeah. efficient. So they also have the live cameraman doing yeah. the follow cams. Yeah. That's, I really like I that. I think that was mm-hmm. my favorite part. Yeah. I forget which other meet we were watching before that did that. Heavy. A lot of the WRPF with a lot. Yeah. 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 Have that. So when we go to the American Pro, you'll see that. Up. Yeah. yeah like, our boy, uh, Berto, he's, Berto, he won. Yeah. yeah he won. Yeah. yeah. They, they, you know, they, yeah. Close up on them in the mm-hmm. warm up room, walk them out. I yeah, love with that the gimbal stuff. and everything. Yeah. So he'll do this. It's basically a dual mount. So he'll have this camera for the live stream, but then he'll have the um, phone that's mm-hmm. designated for the social media too. So yeah. you can do yeah. quick edits that way. Um, but I think venue, the venue was nice. Uh, I think it was, it was very, it was very spacious. Um, what else? The booths were. It was, kind of, uh, it was I mean it was kind of disappointing in some of the booths but at the same I mean but it was cool to like 
one ten was there, so it was cool to like meet Kevin in person and talk to him. Um, he was ended up going to end up doing a booth here. Uh, I'm not sure which meet. I think he said March. I think he I think he said one sooner, but I think we're going to try and push him to do March because Shamrock is just. I mean, right you, now we already have like four right, right, right. But yeah. October, so that right. it was cool yeah, talking. Yeah. When you cool say talk- booths, are you referring to the vendor? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, my bad. Um, yeah, but the, um, other than that, the vendors were kind of eh, like SPD was there, but they didn't they didn't really have anything that like mm-hmm. we really want. I just feel like they kind. I feel like they kind of just had stuff that they just want to get rid try, of. Yeah, try to get rid of. Um, they had they did have like the new sleeves though, but apparently a lot of people were. I heard a lot of people were just like trying to try them on just to like see what they felt like, but they weren't buying them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Of like hustling in Memphis. Yeah. Chats with Clay every day. He'd be messaging and be like, all right, this is the 110 booth. Who wants what? Yeah. And they'd be like, oh, how much? And he'd be like, all right, send me this. And he's like grabbing shit. And I'm like, yeah. Um, Closer to the mic, Ryan. Speaking of hustling, Clay yeah. was there, and then you would be like, <laughs> "We heard it." It's just no, you did like a stretch. No. You can uh, resist the temptation to lean back on your chair. A seven, A seven booth was cool. Um, what else? They're an okay brand. Yeah, power yeah. build. I was kind of disappointed in the power build booth because I thought they were gonna. I thought they were gonna have a lot more of their merchant stuff, but then I don't. I haven't really kept up with their website to see if any of that stuff is like on or sold out. Really, all they had was just their uh, like their most recent drop, like the lifting gear, like the straps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had that too. I I think it's a good tester too. Like you put it is, yeah, yeah. Two thousand people. Let's see if this thing can move or not. Yeah, yeah. Um, the equipment. Yeah, the plates are a big talking point. How did you like those? Really, I very cool to lift on. Um, I appre- I do appreciate that everything like everything was brand like brand new like brand spanking new, but it did it did, it was kind of like an issue with uh, putting the plates on the bars was very hard because it's like it's it's everything's brand new so it's like metal and metal traction mm-hmm. so like it's just getting stuck and like Anton over there struggling like trying to put it on take it off and shit mm-hmm. um. The racks were built very quickly to where like shit like shit was really loose and some um because even the uh the handles and shit were damn near, like the wedges were damn near like getting twisted off and shit so we had to get somebody to come and like tighten them every so often because they were just they were built like very they were just trying to be very very quick right. with it so um but I mean that stuff was really cool to lift on uh. How do you like the lighting, the actual show piece of everything? Um, I think it was, for the most part, it was good. Mm-hmm. I didn't really think I was like, it was only one instance where I felt like I was kind of blinded. Like when I was benching, mm-hmm. I did think like a light was, for the most part, like the yeah, lighting the fuck out of my yeah, eyes. The I don't like spotlights. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I get it for the aesthetics and shit. But like on the stream, it looked a little so-so. But I wasn't like I was curious how it looked in person. Yeah, the video I, you sent looked good. I know they were have. I know it was like some issues too, where uh, something was happening with the lighting, and then it was the same thing that was happening like with CNAS, where it was just like that red light, and some instances too, where it's like green and shit. Um, but other than that, I didn't. I didn't really personally have like an issue that much of an issue with it um the vi- y'all know me the venue was fucking cold and i hated it though <laughs> it was it was cold as shit and it was honestly like hard to for me personally it was hard to warm up really to like feel warm what uh, was the venue was it like a hotel yeah there most of these big competitions will be in no no, no this was no this was a convention center, center. Convention oh center. yeah um yeah same thing. I mean, it's just like a ballroom of a hotel, just not there. Um, so if you had a choice to pick, would you want to go back there ever again? Or would you want to go somewhere different? Do you have a destination in mind? I know a lot of people have already voiced that they don't really like Salt Lake City as the 2025 location. Well, I want... Where would you want to go next? Where would I want to go next? Mm-hmm. Um, 
like honestly, I do feel well for one, I think Nashville would definitely be a better selection, but you and I talked about this as to why they probably chose Memphis. It's because again, uh airport airport situ- situations. Logistics, yeah. Yeah, like logistics and stuff. Um because it's it's not an airport in Nashville. So it's slightly outside, about an hour outside. Right. So it's just like the distance for that is yeah, it's hard. But I I wouldn't do Memphis again personally, just based off of uh like what what I've heard and mm-hmm. like just me being there and stuff, it's like yeah, it's all right. Um Salt yeah, Salt Lake City doesn't really like oh gotta go there. It's kinda just like okay. Um I would honestly want to do something like I, I know you hate this, but I think Vegas is Vegas is just a great spot because I because we you you say you hated it. We, we were when we were watching Russell's uh, podcast earlier. He talked about I, it's easier to give Vince friends and family to come watch me lift in Vegas versus mm-hmm. Memphis, Tennessee, and, and I. I feel that. Well, yeah. So, like, the reason why I don't like Vegas is similar to some people. It's I don't really drink heavily anymore. Um, Fair. I'm married, so I'm not really trying to go to strip clubs. Right. I'm not really trying to go to any clubs because I'm there to compete. Right. And then all you can do is really spend money or sweat outside in the hot sun. Yeah. I don't gamble that much either. Unless it's sports betting. So, for me, <laughs> I'd rather, um, I don't know, somewhere in Florida. Like, if yeah. it was, like, Palm City Beach. No, yeah, I, I would do Florida. Somewhere like, do you in California. think like touristy areas are just generally better? Well, so I the place that Clay hates actually is New York, and I think that'd be fantastic the because city? yes, hmm. because it actually is one of the biggest hubs for travel. It's dirty it's, shit. It's still on the East Coast because <laughs> you know we don't really want to fly four and six hours to go somewhere all the time. Um, a lot of national landmarks. There is the same exact amount of shopping, clothes, food history in that city versus like memphis which what about boston can i'd be fine with boston i feel like boston would be a nicer place there's no night scene so there's that but it depends on how people are if it's your criteria Uh, well no no, for me it's fine i'm talking about for someone who takes a vacation i feel like logistically boston works better than new york city slightly less populated a bit more spacious in terms of things I, I mean, mean like, but think about this. Wait, imagine if they were like, hey, we're going to do this entire Nationals in Madison Square Garden. That should be yeah, okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, we, we, yeah, we saw what happened with CSE. Come on. Corrupted strength. Okay. Yeah. We saw what happened. They tried doing that. Didn't work. That's just selfishness there. That's but to do again, it's like... Madison Square Garden. Come on, okay. Nationals. So in Nationals, they make over five hundred thousand dollars. They can easily rent out the Madison Square Garden for an event. Do we know how much Madison Square Garden booking fee is? I think you're heavily underestimating. I think that could cover part of the booking fee. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't. Oh yeah, I don't even billion dollars. Yeah, no. I think this is a very goofy thought right now. I think it would be awesome. It's a land. That's a landmark. Yeah, it's also somewhere trying to make money. Right. What's going on right now that it would take up the use from? Nothing. There's nothing going on there right now. Sports wise, it's the same fucking thing as this powerlifting meet. No, no, no. I don't know, no. Bro. I feel like, oh my god, I don't know, bro. You I know don't... what? You know what's great? We'll just do a poll because I promise you, <laughs> we don't need to do a poll. We need to do a Google search. <laughs> <laughs> How much does it cost to book Madison Square Garden for, I don't, I don't for, for, for something like National three days? No, no, plus five, five. five? It was, yeah, at least. I, honestly, a week, bro. You're basically Dude, booking it for a week. How much does it cost? Yeah, Ryan, pull this shit up. <laughs> All right. So, what's your guess, Sean? <laughs> what's your guess? Well, his Just guess was five hundred thousand. No, I'm saying that's how much they. Uh, yeah. So they. Made. Okay. So maybe like. It literally is giving me prices here. So say the price. Well, it says, "Do you have an established budget?" And then it gives different numbers. Just say the numbers, Ryan. Uh, it says less than fifty k. 100k 150k 500k 500k plus but that doesn't give me a probably it's probably a day range it's like one to one to two days one to three one to five 
Like, yeah, like, it's probably something like that, and that's no, still not bad. It all depends. It all Imagine depends. the vendors you get for that. It like, all, but it all, it all depends on what you're. It all depends on what you're trying to do there. If you say Raw Nats hosted by SBD and A Seven, and they book out that spot for it, it would go insane. Mm. Like you can, you can make it happen if you. If it's one hundred fifty thousand dollars, you can still make it happen for four. Okay, days. so apparently, people are estimating that per night it costs one hundred fifty thousand dollars. Per, per night. night per night but you need to be running this shit all day with setup with, with setup, breakdown yeah so again if nationals was just four days they need to be there for at least one one day to set up that's 600k total plus another days. but that's, that's the point of sponsors not me director but really though you gotta think is setups probably two days prior probably not one day of setup and you're not you're not factoring in setup cost and that's the higher just, the roadies that's higher the, the the lowest yeah. amount of estimate of what it costs that's not including taxes insurance anything like you're also media. acting like it's us paying this money this is a separate <laughs> entity no but oh, now, now it ain't our no, money seven days without any other expenses at a minimum you are already at basically wait what the fuck happened to my numbers i mean like how much money do you think they spent on this past nationals at one million and fifty thousand dollars for seven days okay that's still it's nothing to me because i don't know their budget but like what much do you think they spend on nationals on this previous one not that much if you're saying they they rake in like half a mil i think i mean that's yeah. that was based off of one of the high school yeah national championships know. not too long ago it was the which what was the name of the convention center mm -hmm. i don't know but you're saying vegas again would be the next destination you would want to go yeah it's just yeah it just i don't know somewhere that that one yeah okay yeah just i don't know like some like i I feel like a beach destination where i can go to the no but uh, no, but that's what i'm saying so like a, a beach is cool or just like you know something that you know is that has like some attraction to it like what about new a orleans? vegas Yes. How do you feel New about that? New Orleans. Yeah, that would be. I would like that. So USPA did that, and they held it inside of. Um, I don't think it was a Superdome, but it was a dome structure that they had it in for both tested and untested. Worked out fantastic. Yeah, or like something like Houston. I feel like Houston would be cool. Bad. Yeah, I feel like. Uh, I mean, I've heard Houston's a really nice place. So, you know, some something like that. I don't think. Um, Brian, where would you want to go? Where would I want to go? Facing some silly shit like Philadelphia. No. Um, Detroit. It was, <laughs> I want to see Ford Motor. Motor City, bitch. Oh, block. Um, American. Um, you're sick. See, like, I think it would have to be around, like, a historic city. So, like, again, I think you have to have, like, landmarks and stuff. Ah, bro, I'm out here looking up venue cards, <laughs> trying to figure shit out, and you hit me with that. And I'm no, just, think I mean, you shot down New York, which is one of the more historic No, places. but let's say fantasy situation, infinite budget. Where would if you think the ultimate? If we could put on like, a national yeah. level type event. If I had no budget? Yeah, like I'm a, playing up Washington, D.C. as I was, hard as I possibly can. I was going to say really? D.C. The nation's capital, nationals? I was going to say Yeah, I'm, I don't yeah. understand how we have not had yeah. a nationals at the nation's like, no, that's that. I, I have no I, budget. I, I, I'm doing it like that. right in front of the Lincoln Memorial, so, dog. Like I'm, I'm playing it up <laughs> as big as possible. The entire memorial is the platform. No budget. <laughs> no budget. Like, yeah, I'm putting a GoPro camera on top of the Washington Monument, dog. Like, putting it on we're top of Lincoln's head. We're getting everything into this. No, it's like the mouthpiece. Like right uh, no, I would say DC because that's got to okay. be crazy. The only yeah. thing is that's a bag. Yeah. The hard part is, think, but like, I think the next hard part is getting people to come because the cost is yeah. so expensive there. Also, depending on timing, the city is flooded yes. with tourists. It's I think impossible. Yes, I think it's any city though. No, DC. No, in the summer. Yeah, I mean, think about summer in Vegas. Like that happens. No, there's sure. been like four national championships now in Vegas. Have you been to DC in the in summer? <sighs> like in you summer, can't even yeah. walk through it. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. kind of the point. I want to be able to walk and experience the city. Like, I don't want to come to a city that's a ghost town. So that is the reason people. why I'm I want to go DC is to a national great monuments and walk around again, for an hour. Mass yeah. transportation. You can get a like a seven day metro. Pass, yeah. The metro pass for like so. twenty yeah. bucks. How much is it a train from Richmond to DC? Like forty five bucks. Uh, so it, 
little more. To be not. fair, it depends on the day, yeah. what hour people. you want to leave. You can get it for like twenty bucks. You can get it for a hundred and it, it all depends. Yeah. Oh, the drive like that, of, that's a, sweet. A lot of people also um these they started popping with uh like renting out smart cars and shit. Mm-hmm. A lot of people started doing that. Oh, they also got city yeah. bikes too. Like they the got city, the electric yeah, ones. Like, yeah. Boy, I was bird scooting like a motherfucker in Memphis. Yeah. No one fucking take our idea about DC. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> had no to lock. We're no just more. gonna we're just gonna bleep it every time someone <laughs> says beep. Yeah. Um I would the beep the memorial. Like, Anything beep. else about Raw Nets? Uh, I, I, I mean I, oh, I guess I mean, me competing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How do you actually yeah, do? Yeah. Uh, to my standard, bad. But I know I do appreciate everybody saying, "Oh, we're like you, internationals, blah blah." Like, yeah, that's great and all, but like, I didn't. I learned a lot. <laughs> um, What'd you learn? So, I definitely <laughs> <laughs> expand upon that. So. Um, well, going into this, I was uh, fuck it. I was I was injured, and I I did what was it? Uh, it was around like our WRPF meet uh, mm-hmm. that yeah the day before. I had like I was wondering about a squat, and I did tweak my I did tweak my back, and I started to feel a lot of pain in like my erector and stuff, and that set me back for about like three weeks after that. Um, but like I had never really like fully recovered going into on that and stuff and i was kind of like not really i didn't really say anything i didn't say really anything about it to anybody and i was kind of just like eh, like I'll, I'll be all right like I'll, I'll be fine like i'm still just gonna you know push the limit the day it comes no matter what and that was not the best idea um Hey, you, you weren't fooling none of us. Just letting you know. Yeah, yeah, I know. But like, I just, I didn't. The thing is, the reason why is because like, I just, I, I hate when people are like worrying about me and shit, and I didn't want that to linger and stuff. And then also, there was a lot going on too. Like, I had a lot of stress, um, just a lot of personal stuff going on too. And then on top of having to get, I had was in, I was in a wedding the week one week out, yeah. so. I had a lot, it was a lot going on. So, you know, doing that with all that going on and stuff, it was hard to kind of like just not necessarily lock in, but to kind of like prepare for that. Because competing on a national stage, I, it was, I was definitely the most nervous I've ever felt going to the meet now going into a meet like you know i feel nervous but so like all right yeah like can't wait to do this shit but for me i was nervous like fuck bro like i'm about to like god damn i can't feel my fucking legs and i and that was another thing i was got it was like kind of just letting a lot of get to me because we were the first couple of days there we were doing like obviously we we're doing like some shit of walking because we're walking up and down like walking up and down uh Doing your hot girl walks, yeah, yeah like literally walking because like we were living where we staying, we were ten minutes away from the venue and stuff, mm-hmm. walking distance. So we were walking up and down and stuff, and there was a lot of stuff. Like on average, bro, I was getting like eleven to twelve k steps a day. Mm-hmm. That's it. You know, five k is like all you really need to like help burn numbers. fat. So no, like, we I no, but it's just time. I, yeah. yeah. So it, bro, it's so, on top of that, our Airbnb was at the, the top of the building. It was seven flights of steps. The elevator didn't work. We had yeah. to walk seven flights. That of steps. was the perfect Airbnb for all of you guys to throw. Yeah. It was so bad. We had to, and it was that hallway. It was hot as shit going up that shit, bro. It was one point. Um, <laughs> Kevin and I went to get like some groceries and stuff from Walgreens across the street, and we didn't have the code. And so we were when we finally got to the top, we we're like, oh fuck, we can't get it in. So we were like calling Izzy and Rose trying to get them to answer the phone and it took them like five to ten minutes to finally give us the code we were sitting there just fucking sweating yo (laughs) but oh shit (laughs) uh but yeah so i was like i and then i was i didn't even do like a a water cut really because i was i went into the week and i was like i think i was at least two and like two keys over so like five pounds over some shit so I did it. I didn't really do a water cut. Like I think the day before, no, two days out, I just chugged a gallon, and then I was like maybe like a key and a half over. So I was like, okay, I can just 
basically just have to suffer. So I did like a liquid diet. And so I was like, yeah, just do a liquid diet for a little bit and then just make sure you cut all your intake out by like 4 p.m. I was like, all right, so I did that. Um, I went to bed and I was like a kilo over and then I woke up and I was at weight. No, I was I was like point three under. So I was like, okay, cool. But like, again, we were just doing so much like walking and shit. And I was just very walking and just being up. I was like really dehydrated. Didn't really have like any food in me throughout the day for like a good like, I think about 12, like in between like 12 to 16 hours of just like no food, no water and shit. Thank God for 24 hour weigh-ins because this sounds miserable. Yeah, because I had to see, I was like afternoon session. Um, but like I get like Vince, I I felt fine. Like I didn't. It was just one of those things where like I think I was just so anxious to where like I didn't know if how I really felt like physically until I just remember I was like I just remember like an hour before I left the Airbnb. I was just in my room just trying to like calm myself down because I was just laying down in the bed and it just felt like my legs just had like this crazy like tingling sensation to where I just felt like I was just moving way too much and I'm like dog I don't feel good and I didn't like say anything to anybody I didn't like want to freak anybody out or anything I was like I don't know what is happening right now but I just need to let me just put my AirPods in and let me listen to like some some Kobe Bryant motivational quotes and maybe this will help. And that didn't really help at all. <laughs> so it's like, you know what? <clears throat> Let's just get ready to go. <laughs> so it's just, uh, it was hard to like really calm down and like to log in and stuff. But I was kind of just like, you know, fuck it. Let's just, let's just try to stuck it out. Yeah, was, yeah, literally, let's just thug it out. Let's just try to. I don't. I had the mindset to where like I just want like four seventy five dots, and I don't care. I'll try to get one or the other, and it wasn't there on the day, but it is what it is. Because I my back literally just was not fucking with it after like my last like heavy warm up on squats. After that, it just kept getting progressively just kept getting like worse and worse to where it just kept, uh, just you know just really really bad, and I couldn't really walk after it. So yeah. So now, are you going up a weight class, or are you staying at eighty two? Um, really, though, it's kind of just like up in the air. I think my next meet that I do, I'm just, I'm not really focused on like cutting weight. I don't really care that much to. I don't really want to think about it that much to where I don't want that to have to be like a factor. I just want to do whatever I can at that weight class, at that that weight that I'm at, and then just take it from there and just see. Because I think like. Either way, it doesn't necessarily matter for me personally because I just want to, I just want to have fun doing it. And I just want to have, like actually have like a meet to where I felt strong as shit that day. And just, so what's your timeline looking like? Um, you got broke back, trying to figure out the weight. <laughs> You're old as hell. Time's ticking. QT's going to be going up. Um, so where, where are we sitting at? Can't go to CNATs anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I kind of just... I'm taking it one step at a time. Right now, I just want to get healthy. And then just see where it goes. So we're going to run it back to Shamrock. Uh, again, who knows? <laughs> my, my question for you. I kept joking with everybody. Like... I'm joking with Levy. I'm like, I'm just sign. I'm gonna just look to see like whatever me all y'all signed up for, and I'm just signing up, up. And, I'm, and I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> I'm just sign up. You, right? <laughs> no, but like, I'm just, I'm just gonna sign up. Like, I'm not gonna announce it or anything. Like, with me, I'm doing. Oh. I'm gonna just sign up. Just not show up. Do that to no, we show we'll up. Do that to Ian one time. <laughs> so I gotta ask, did Saber get in your head? Because I feel like on your first squat, I've never seen you squat no. so fucking deep in my life. And I, like as soon as I saw it, I just thought back to the your last squat before you left as we were like getting ready for uh, uh, September's meet, the fall finale. And he was like, you're I don't guy. think necessarily Sabre got in my head, but it, not, not in my head to where like it was, you know, fucking with me mentally, but just it was just definitely something I was thinking about. Yeah. But... I think that you like meet day, like you get what you get. Cause I think um not every not every ref refs the same. No. Cause 
And I think that uh, I say for me personally, I think the the refing on my platform, I mean, my platform, my session was, you know, it was good. It was fair, even though I very surprised I got my third squad. I, that felt high as shit. <laughs> I will say there was another squad that happened, and uh, I remember we watched it, and I was like, "There's no way that's good." And it was just and there was a lot, and then, so Kevin and I were talking about that how like it was a lot of lifts that like from us just sitting there watching to me, we were just like, "Oh, that's high. They ain't getting that." And then we get three whites, and we're like, yeah. "What the fuck?" Well, we do have pretty strict standards here in Virginia, so, so we so are we are very skewed. Yes, but like I and also I, feel like you have to earn your lifts. You so. Do. If I can question it, it didn't count. Yeah. So, but I will say that you just, again, you get what you get. Cause I know that on, plat- I think it was like platform four, uh, a lot of people had bombed out on that platform during my session. Mm-hmm. Like so that platform was getting mm-hmm. cooked. So very fortunate that I, I guess, you know, very fortunate that I wasn't on that side and I feel sorry for those guys, but, I mean, there was um, one person I saw bomb out, and it was just like they weren't squatting to death. They no, I mean, yeah, there, was, there was people who truly earned being bombed out, and that's opening people, too high. Mm-hmm. People who weren't following commands consistently. It it, hey, it didn't make sense. Prepared. Yeah, some of the people who bombed out, it was like, hey, if you can't follow commands, like, how did you make it here? Yeah, but again, I give like you know. Like Saber is a hard ass, but it's a good thing that he is because you know, competing at his meets, he wants you to be able to go to mm-hmm. raw nationals. So he's gonna make sure that his refs are judging you to that standard and that what he goes through. Because I mean, shit, we <laughs> we looked at his open powerlifting mm-hmm. and that very from what we see that very first meet, he bombed out. Yeah. So like, he like he he knows what this he knows what this shit's about. He knows what it, he knows what happens. Like he knows he knows what it is what it is. So I think um, you know when you I will say like if when, for people that like are competing in these meets and they like they're fearful of you know they're fearful of like the the judging and shit like that. You know it, it suck. Like I guess you know. Like, Sorry, but suck it up. Like that's that's really how it is, and that's how and that's how it's going to be because it's for your own benefit. I mean, Dad, the the whole point of this lifting thing is to leave no doubt, right? Like whatever you do in practice, you have to do it as you would do in competition. That whole "it'll be there on me day" shit is the most annoying thing because yeah. it's not true, right? You don't just won't magically squat the depth, hold your bench, or lock out your deadlift on meet day. Yeah, you earned that bomb out. <laughs> Yeah, because I think I did learn. I think because one of the things I did learn is that I am I, that I that I am a good lifter because I didn't bomb out and I don't have to think so much. Like for instance, I don't have to think so much going into a squat. I don't have to think like, all right, I need to squat lower and shit to where it's like I'm fine because it's like I I've never really had. I've, I only got called on dev one time on a squat ever in every competition. So like, I don't know why it's just, you know, it's just like one of those mental things where it's just like, you don't, you know, like regard, like you on your average, you can, you squat to death and like, you're fine. You don't have to think about that. Um, and you don't have to, you know, think of, you don't have to think about all the other shit that you don't necessarily think about on a regular, like your elbows, are, like on bench, like, your elbows are locked mm-hmm. your butt doesn't lead to pad like your heels are down and then on deadlifts like your shoulders are back and your knees you're like you don't have soft knees like you're fine you know so i think like going to this is like all right i don't i personally don't have to necessarily worry or think that much into into it going into competitions so because mm. you're just really good bro hmm Guess she's really good, bro. Thanks. <laughs> um, how do you like the competition theme? What's up? How do you like the competition? I really enjoyed the graphics on the live stream. That's that all I was paying true. attention yeah. to. Really. I really like the. Yeah. I I really I don't know. I was just well like I feel like when it was working, 
it was very well put together i, I really like i really like the overlay yeah the overlay was nice the i really like when they had the the up next lifters like mm-hmm. we're like mm-hmm. coming up next like, yeah yeah i really like that and it actually moved yeah 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 so i mean i really want to learn how we can do that stuff replicate it like yeah. i said i really want the like instead of saying next coming up is bench or whatever Give me like a little scoreboard. Tell me like who's dots yeah, right now. Scoreboard is good. Something like so they that. had. So they had. They had. That. No, 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 that's just, what I'm saying. I got the idea from that. We were talking about it. Oh, oh okay. I think yeah. you're saying, we like, saying you were asking them to do that. Okay. No, no, no. no. Yeah, I yeah. think it's a good thing. We were trying to figure yeah. out how to pull the data from it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Put like um, pulling the data live from lifting cast, and then like you know getting the animations yeah. controlled. You know, I should have asked them that when I was yeah. there. Maybe they wouldn't have told you because that's Probably. like <laughs> what, what you that's the secret to success. <laughs> but um, no, I I thought it was really well put together. You know, you can pick apart things like oh the lighting wasn't right, oh the plates are glaring into the camera. But I mean, it was a solid yeah, yeah. show. Like honestly, it's one of the best I've seen. Sean, yep. you, in terms of live production, would have we? Well, we had talked about it, like. Uh, what's something you would have changed? I know you said prime time earlier. Yeah, so uh, like I said with prime time, I think it should be one day. So let's I say agree. that Thursday, Friday, Saturday is all of the um, the mass normal pop. Yeah, people who are not prime time, and then you'd have that Sunday finale. It's two sessions. You'd have the forty-eight to ninety. Mm-hmm. Maybe split the ninety in half. Other nineties in second session up to one forty men women duke it out i think it'd be fine um i think you could even cut it down to where it's only the three people in each weight class you don't allow gas lifters i appreciate rondell hunt being there i think that's fantastic um was it jamar also being a guest lifter it's cool to watch him and all but like you didn't make weight Mm -hmm. you're not really part of the federation you're not in prime time yeah let's cut it down let's actually focus on lifters who made prime time if we're going to continue to have it i think mm-hmm. it helps the pros remain humble and be there throughout the day to actually see the other lifters now the lifters are inspired to like stay and watch you make a vacation of watching your friends and then you get to stay and watch the finale yeah and then no, that's a good point if anything it makes it a lot easier in coaching when you have your day it's the last day like you had yourself reggie nori a bunch of other people who were handling prime time until 12 a.m turning around waking up at 5 a.m to have to go coach the rest of the day then weigh in compete turn around and then coach again that's ass yeah there's has to be better logistics also i do i was very like tapped out of powerlifting i i want i want to say like i guess after i competed i was kind of just like yeah i'm kind of tired of this shit even and then you know because so juliana so juliana was thursday mm-hmm. and you know again like she did it was a it was great to watch her she she, she fucking won bro but we have a national champion we do we, we need to put her on national champion dogs well. she's so lit um but her that first that first session it was so it wasn't really a crowd um and the music fucking sucked like <laughs> it was horrible like so it it was some like it was really like some dead periods throughout her session um and then you know i think uh friday when perk and them competed in that prime time you know that's the crowd the crowd was live and it was cool to watch but also again what sucks is that you not everybody is willing to be able to watch them compete during that time because again you got people that got to compete at they got to wake up for 5 a.m for 6 a.m weigh-ins weigh-ins the next morning mm-hmm. and vice versa and shit you have eaten you have drank yeah. right your friend because gotten right, late because you know Reggie and I were in the crowd for Juliana watching and we looking at each other like God damn bro <laughs> like looking at the time and shit like fuck and we and we gotta live tomorrow and it's like both of us cut our intake around like three, four o'clock and it's goddamn eleven o'clock and shit and they they halfway through deads and shit. Like Reggie didn't get Reggie didn't get in 
Virginia Jewels didn't get into their Airbnb till like 12. I'm like, all right, I'm gone. I left around like 11 or some shit. And I was like, all right, it's time for me to go to bed. It's still like, you can't even sleep for real because it's like, you could pee the next day. Um, yeah, I don't sleep the night before. Yeah, and then, you know, Saturday, like Saturday and Sunday, I was conscious. Like, I was definitely tapped out, even though like Sunday I worked a live stream for the mm-hmm. first, first and second session. And after that, I was like, bro, fuck this powerlifting shit. Like, I'm off of football. I mean, we're sitting here with the TVs out in the gym. And it's like, we're watching it. We're shit, watching like, even, no, because even, watching powerlifting. No, because like, even Saturday, uh, Kevin and I, we did, like, bro, we didn't feel like going to the, uh, we didn't feel like watching primetime like at the venue and we were just like bro fuck this shit let's just put the live stream on on the computer and so we were watching it for a little bit and i was like i'm tired of watching this shit i want i was like let me watch some college football like i don't care about this shit no <laughs> i mean yeah i completely understand yeah but i do think i do agree that i think that it is just it does bring around better it i feel like you're able to bring a better crowd for primetime if you just make it one day it's called prime time like right make it feel like prime time right what about prime times you don't like prime times <laughs> you don't like prime times <laughs> i was just drawing it out yeah I- ignore him that's fair yeah. i just i had a question off the top of my head um how do you so I'm scratching your ass. What are you doing? <laughs> I was like, I got a phone call. I'm whipping it out. So, um, <laughs> do you think lifters should be like ban- uh, fined for either like miss like missing weight for a primetime session, or or not even or just like I feel like you shouldn't be allowed to be primetime the next yeah, time. Yeah. Like if you miss weight, you legitimately fucked up this primetime session. We've done marketing. Yeah. We've put you in this category for a reason. And now you, you didn't that, make weight. And you took that spot from somebody that could yeah, Right. From somebody the else. Someone's gotten called up. Yeah. I feel like you have to kind of punish them. Cause I wouldn't say a fine because then people are just not gonna come compete. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Right. But like if we legitimately do the marketing, we push all this product out, we're saying that you're gonna be the part of the biggest part of prime time you're gonna go for this record and all of a sudden you show up like five keys over it's like you you dickhead like you yeah. knew you weren't gonna make it like two weeks ago you had people you that know when you're not gonna make weight yeah people that dropped yeah but i feel like it's also with <laughs> dropped it like didn't even say anything i feel like they dropped it didn't even say that's shit. so like so for people who don't really understand um now being on the meat director side you see about 10 to 15% of people who just drop off and no contact. We collected money for a meet and you didn't show up. You didn't email me. You didn't call me. It's what am I supposed to do then? I don't care. Like <laughs> I, I got my money for it. The people here are still gonna get the good meat that they paid for. Yeah. It's just you now are on my shit list. <laughs> like I have the names of the lifters who didn't show up for gear check and for the meet. And it's like, I'm gonna now probably put you back when you try to compete in my meets now so i have a question about that it's probably ignorant because i'm not really experienced in powerlifting but does that affect so if i signed up for a meet and i didn't show does that affect like long standing score no does that like, no. not like a Unfortunately, dnf we or... don't have any uh career scores or anything okay. like that everything's based on body weight and okay you're lifting okay so they are just wasting money yeah, yeah. like i yeah. said it's like yeah. burning a bridge it's like yeah. you, interesting you signed up for a time for this interview and then you ghosted me yeah now i don't even want to hire anyone of your age rage yeah i feel like you're all an issue i mean at the end of the day like with local meets and stuff does it really matter because i do i never understand people who just no show like don't even contact like i understand people canceling like i can't make it i had a death in the family or something or you get injured in or training because like i like, pulled out a meet for that and yeah i gave them like a four-week notice but people who just don't show up it's i mean Again, like, you're what just you wasting doing? your money. Like it frees up our time slot a little bit easier. We do have to reconfigure like one button, basically. I mean, yeah, just take you out. It's the simplest thing to take you off the roster or add but you. Like, but it's the way if I you just reached it, out to me. I know Saber's the same way. We will move you to another yeah. meet. The way I look, I at do it, remember Saber talking about how people were like selling meat entries back during covid yeah, yeah. because yeah. it was a little bit easier to pass off the year someone else because you're in a mask 
I can't ask you to remove it, show identification, anything like that. Not necessarily that. It was more so they would sign up. Like, what do y'all mean by that? No, so I'm talking about like people signing up for a meet and then. Oh, then like backing it, out. So yeah, they would back out and they would sell it to somebody else. How does mm-hmm. that work? So like they'll, let's say we all four sign up for a meet, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Only Clay and Ryan get into the meet. Yeah. Clay knows I want to compete. Uh-huh. Yeah. He wants to make sure that you don't get it. Okay. So he's going to tell me that he's dropping. And when he says he's dropping, I'm going to email a saver and say like, hey, Clay wants me to take his spot in the meet. Meanwhile, oh. Clay's the one who basically gave me a price to pay for his spot. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So like if a meet entry is 125, people were paying like 200 plus to take that spot in the meet. Do people so, really want to? Well, you thought the world was kind of over. Like we're yeah. being forced into our homes and all of a sudden yeah. you get like a free weekend to go compete after being locked trying, up. And then, well, trying, and then you're trying to, you're trying to yeah. get raw nets. Yeah. That too. Because yeah. I mean, it, that year they lowered the qualifying total. They extended it out a yeah. year. Yeah. Like you could have been, for 2020, you could have competed in 2018 and still qualified. Interesting. So there was a gang of people that were just trying to get that last meet in for basically free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I didn't, I don't realize people did that. Selling your entry is kind of crazy. I don't think any any strength scalping powerlifting yeah, me like, like what? Uh, yeah, nothing was, was safe during was COVID. Man. Time, bro. Everything got scalped. Yeah. 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 Meanwhile, we're just you know getting fat, <laughs> not lifting at all. I gave COVID. up. That's what I'm saying. No, it's a game. I was just like, I tried like the home workout shows. I was like, fuck this shit. The push-up challenges we used to do and squat challenges. We'd be like, remember the drinking challenges? (laughs) That's what made us stop. That's what made us stop. You see a shot, you send a shot. And that shit went around for like two weeks. And we're like, God damn, bro. Like, I've been drunk for a minute. Bro, it was like every other hour we was doing that shit to each other. (laughs) And it would get worse because like we had a friend, Jasper, uh, Justin, and he would, uh, he would be taking double shots. He'd be like, I'm a pussy. I'm taking two <laughs> shots at a time. We're like, well, fuck you. I'm shotgunning a beer and My dick's bigger than yours. I'm taking three, bitch. <laughs> Clay over here would pull out like, fucking Southern Comfort and whatever. And it's like, man, all I got is like fucking smearing off and something else in the fridge. Like, I'm not going to the store just to buy something. I would, though. Yep. I used to have to keep a 30 rack on me for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> like I just pop Bud Light open. It's ten a.m. I mean, we got a whiskey collection going on in the back here. It's only like, it's like two, two bottles. Yeah, it's not that good. It's yeah. ge- no, actually, it's not that good. You're not, no, not rocking with Nom Creek. No, no. There's three. There's Nom Creek. There's okay, Jack Nom. Daniels there's and like, my Crown Peach. You're not rocking with Nom Creek. No, there's like two shots left in Nom Creek. Well, exactly. That bottle's down to the. the yeah, bottom. the Jack's still pretty full though, and so the Jack the, is very full. Yeah, so is the Crown Jack. Peach. The Crown like, Peach is still you know wonderful gift from from a member. Art. I got pee. But man. Cool. All right, let's talk shit on him while he's gone. Yeah. His fucking. I mean, we're pussy. we're nearing the end of this episode anyway. Oh, I'm injured. I are we? Shut. How far down the list are we? We're pretty far down the list, actually. Um, the last thing that we really were going to talk about was a uh, story or uh-huh. two. And really, I was going to be Clay to see how many stories he wanted to actually go through and talk about. Um, do you want to talk about some of our meets coming up? Oh. We have my meet coming up next week up at the door Time cave. to chill. All right, let's chill some meets out to the people. All right, this mic, that mic, which mic? Um, or camera. Uh, upcoming meets we have that that cam. Okay, upcoming meets. Fuck, I wish I had the calendar in front of me. Hold up. This is hold on. I got put on the spot. Oh, this is awkward. Hold on. Yeah, I'm me. competing next Saturday at the Bear Cave, October seventh. That's a that's the Travis meet that yes. Sean is consuming. Team good guys. All right, coming up, we have our October 14th and 15th anniversary meet. This is the anniversary of our first ever meet here at the Chaos Lab. Uh, it will consist of up to 120 lifters. This is pre-backouts and stuff. And uh, it's going to be probably the best meet we have held within our first calendar year we've had um, of meets. It's going to be awesome. Really good shirt design. Boom. Find it online. Come spectate. Members get in for half off. Anybody else? Full price. Sorry. Wow, professional all of a sudden. Damn. Yeah. Bro, we were in your pockets regardless. I've been practicing this. We also will have a line of apparel out also for that shirt in particular. Yes. Being long sleeve and short sleeve along with more chaos material Again, as well too. Will be a limited time print for that shirt though. When they're gone, they're gone. They're, yeah. Don't ask me for shit. <laughs> the following meet will then be our WRPF epilepsy awareness meet being hosted on November 11th. Oh, actually... Before that, we're going to the American Pro. 
Oh, fuck what I said. The American Pro. We will be sponsoring the American Pro. We will be donating combo racks um, to help for the lifters, and we will be present at the event. Yeah, Clay and um, Tristan will have media access. Yep. So you'll Where's that up? Pictures. That is in Manassas. Manassas. So about a two-hour drive from here. So it'll be really cool. We'll be there, get to watch some of the pros Manassas go at it. Some of our friends are competing. Um, it'll be a good time. We'll get to see some some big lifts, maybe some more records broken. Uh, currently, you know, Sean's coach has pulled out, but there's been allegations he might show up. There have been allegations, allegations. he might not. <laughs> That's a crazy word to use. That yeah. can be like, yeah, this that, is that the was guy a, that always be screaming in the back of your videos. That was, a, that was not a good way to say it. Um, <laughs> allegations. Yeah. Don't say that. Um, <laughs> what do you think he's going to say when he meets you in person? You're yeah, the guy who keeps fucking like, oh, you're first. the guy that sniffs glue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Andy, can't wait to meet you, buddy. I'm not that bad. I'm I'm bad. No, it's, I'm awful. Then epilepsy awareness, WRPF, November 11th. Uh, currently, we still have slots open. So if you're looking to get in a meet before the end of the year, this is your one to sign up for for WRPF. We got uh, junior, open, submasters, and masters. All those, all the weight classes. Again, uh, sign up fee is 125, 135. I don't remember. Somewhere in there. I would say also, it's a lot of good gifts coming out of this one. Cerberus, um, yep. one of our main sponsors, helped donate $500 towards our $1,000 goal. Yep. And they gave away some best lifter gifts. So yep. be that lifter that wins the best lifter gift. Other sponsors include uh, Barefoot, 110, the whole shebang. There's two pre-workout companies sponsoring, correct? Yes, PR Breakers, yes. a new one, also giving away the grand prize. So a lot of fun stuff coming. As always, you know, Pinnacle will have Concrete Strong, and I believe we will also have Gym Flow in the building along with Level Up Alchemy with John Clay Wilson. A lot of, lot of big hitters coming out. And then looking to be our final meet for the year, the Commonwealth Cup. Uh, this is part two. We hosted it again last year. Well, I guess technically this year in January, but it got moved up because it was asked um there are still some spots open that is november 18th and 19th let me tell you now we're gonna have a video wall so you don't want to miss this one we're gonna blow the power grid yeah don't, don't be setting up expectations also, like that. Yeah, no yeah. We, are, <laughs> we set in this bit no, also, no so we also, actually have two generators so where we can actually run off you're the actually wall. gonna run it yeah no we have a okay, cover. Okay. We, we're good we're good oh yeah this bitch getting blown up yeah. <laughs> eight, eight uh, by 15 but, wall fuck yeah we also to this bitch up I might feel generous. I might feel nice during that time. And will someone get a free media package from Clay? Ooh. A little giveaway? Oh shit! Maybe a couple. Maybe a couple people. What like, are the? I don't uh, even get free shit from him. So not, not only that, but I think they'll get. I'm a, a little discount in there. A little discount. A little how, do you, how do you get to this? Uh, the special offer. I think give them a five percent discount. Don't listen. <laughs> 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 how do they, how do they get this offer? He hasn't figured it out yet. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't, don't ask him. Fucking shit. Right now. <laughs> We'll, put, we'll post it a week when he actually decides like, when to gift it. You have to commit to this. Now. I'm going to remember to refund you on your shipping fee that you shouldn't be getting sent. <laughs> I'll remind you. <laughs> no, but, but no, I'm going to do I might do a I might, I might do some giveaways. I might do a couple of giveaways for like two people to get That's okay, cool. two people to get a free all-inclusive. For which meet specifically? Commonwealth Cup. I think honestly, it might fucking run after October. Okay. Oh, yeah. so the epilepsy awareness. You know the the so charity you won't meet be that it? you're gonna. No, I'm going. Go, go, go out the got canceled, baby. I'm there. Oh yeah. 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 You want to host the garden? Yeah. You can do a little a charity dollar dream. Dollar dream. That's baby. A, yeah, you can yeah. use it as a tax write off. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, exactly. I don't think that's I'm how that it. works. Yeah. But yeah, 2024 schedule is up. Also, oh. it's live. Gets registrating everything up yeah. to May has been filling up fast. I'm pretty sure we're at 60 percent capacity on most of those meets. Get so. those done quickly. To finish it off, tell me what currently is your favorite fall food item fall food. that you've been having? Me personally, it's not really a food food item, but a beverage. And I love the fucking Starbucks pumpkin cream. Cold I knew you brew. were going to say that. I'm white, a basic bitch. White bitch. Basic white. Hey, love it or hate it, it's still here, baby. I feel like you're a pumpkin scone kind of guy. 
I don't like pumpkin shit. I I don't like um like pumpkin bakery shit. I don't. I hate it. Like I really do. I'll do a pumpkin spice latte, but anything I would just not tell us any of this. Anything that's like like bakery, like a cookie or like a scone or like some pumpkin bread or some shit. Cookies are rough. Cookies like, are I rough hate it. I, I don't. I think that shit is disgusting. Pumpkin bread is good. I nah. I'm good. You literally eat up Ashton's pumpkin bread every time she makes it. You know, I don't think I've ever had a pumpkin spice. Yeah, it's like pumpkin anything. bread. Did you not know that was pumpkin? I don't remember. Damn. I can't confirm this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in denial. Um, what you thinking? Yeah. You think some silly ass something. shit. I don't have shit. Some I think, pumpkin casserole or some shit. I think the only thing <laughs> that's like all related I've consumed is like pumpkin creamer in like coffee and tea. That's it. I've really not done well. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think I've ever <laughs> had a pumpkin in here. I've had pumpkin before like um but i've never had like pumpkin spice yeah. sweet stuff whatever pumpkin flavor sorry uh, white guy, white guy missed out on the i'm more into like i know you're gonna miss out on the flavored so it's fine when honestly i'm more into the uh like the christmas shit so when it comes to fuck what's that uh the starbucks shit the pep the peppermint shit the peppermint mm-hmm. mocha latte that shit favorite holiday fire so i like the creme brulee um latte better that, that's good too I don't, that's the that, only sweet super sweet one out um just that that pepper that peppermint shit it hit every but time. also every every christmas i have an entire bag of ginger snaps and a bowl as if it's cereal <laughs> and i got this idea from clay eating a little mini pop tart why bite. is it always going back to me because it was a fat boy thing and it was a fucking genius idea i love ginger snaps dog like, oh that's my, my that's my like winter Christmas thing. I don't like Christmas, but I like yeah. the ginger snaps. Why don't you like Christmas? Waiting to go up. I don't like gifts. Why? I just don't like. You don't like gifts. receiving or giving? Receiving. I love giving. Uh-huh. It's like Good a answer. I don't. I don't like receiving. <laughs> Why not? Some shit. I don't like help. Yeah. I don't like. I don't know. It's not the. Is it because no one's ever got you a good gift? As I got, as I got older, you like. No, so like I don't really ask for anything. Uh-huh. Like never like, oh, I really wish I had this because like I mean I'm a baby of a family of seven kids. Uh huh. I'm like get into that childhood. Trauma. As I got older, I will <laughs> say there's never been a time I've been like, hey, can I get this and never got it. Like, uh-huh. I've also just uh-huh. never really wanted. I got anything. to like I did get to a point where I didn't like asking for the shit that I want is expensive, bro. Like. Mavic Four. Like none of y'all gonna buy me the Digi Mini Mavic Pro. Like four, four. Like yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna ask anybody to I'm buy that shit, bro. Because off of I'm gonna get you another broken one. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I'll get you like, one from five below. Oh, I like, guess the point. Like the shit that I want is expensive as hell, and I would feel I would feel guilty for somebody to buy me that shit. Get him one of those piece of shit Home Depot drones that don't work. Because then I'm also the type to where. If you got me something expensive, it's like, damn, I, mean, I got one up you. I got you something twice as expensive. And I don't want to do that. Black Magic Pocket 6K. Bro, I'm going to get him like just four of those like pocket fans you carry around and tape it to a 2 x 4 Put a GoPro camera yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah, it won't even file. Just like flip over. Yeah. And snap it out. Yeah, no, I don't want anything expensive. I don't really... Bro, I'm happy for a free Pay t-shirt. my bills. Fuck that. <laughs> like, you know, that's a, that's that's a buy great Buy my media me. packages. <laughs> Pay my bills. Buy my media packages. <laughs> Pay my bills. Actually, forget that giveaway. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Fuck, no, fuck that. And so I want to double charge you guys. <laughs> Special Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yeah. 50% extra on everything. But anyways, this will end our episode here of Controlled Chaos. This has been a very tame one. This has kind of all of them, yeah. lower energy. Oh, damn. We didn't even talk about the uh, the CNAS shit. Yeah, fuck that us. shit. Get stronger. I don't give a fuck. Join a team. <laughs> we're kidding. No, we're not. Clay is not kidding. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's, it's time to just... It's time.